You're listening to the Sunday Schmooze with the rabbi and the CEO, brought to you by Morse Life Health System, the gold standard in senior living. Now, back to your hosts, Rabbi Dovid Vigler and CEO Mitch Zachary. Separating the facts from the fiction and the Baba Mises from the bottom line, you're listening to the Sunday Schmooze with the rabbi and the CEO. Mitch Zachary is the CEO of Zachary Financial Consultants. I am Rabbi David Vigler of Chabad Palm Beach Gardens, where you'll find traditional Jewish values for contemporary Jews just like you. Learn about us online at www.jewishgardens.com. That's www.jewishgardens.com. Please send me an email with your thoughts, comments, critique or feedback to rabbi at jewishgardens.com. That's rabbi at jewishgardens.com. I personally go through all my emails and look forward to communicating with you one-on-one. Good morning, Mitch. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful, Rabbi. Rabbi, I have so many questions for you about, you know, we've I been talking questions. about love questions. the Parsha, the Parsha last, the, yesterday, and you've said that some things don't need to be said because this, you think they're just so obvious. But I have one, one of the commandments strikes me as a little odd, all right? Why? One of the 10. Right, there's so many important things being said there. Why is one of the commandments honor thy mother and father? Why is God making that a point to tell us? I mean, everybody, I think, starts off loving their parents unconditionally. As you get older, I think you go through rebellious stages where you think they don't know anything. And, you know, you're so much smarter than them. What do they know? What have they lived through? And then you kind of get back, maybe as you have kids or whatever, you kind of get back. What age is that when you realize that your parents actually did know what they were talking about? That they didn't? No, that they did. That they did? I think, definitely once you become a parent, definitely once you become a parent, everything becomes a lot clearer. Yeah, because, you know, your perception of your parents when you're a teenager (laughs) and your perception of your parents when you're a parent. You may not have experienced this, but in the secular world... This is very common. I mean, as a teenager, you probably, a person probably thinks that his parents are the dumbest things ever right. created. What do they know? <laughs> they didn't have internet. What they, they didn't have social media. Right. They don't know what it's like and with social this, media. There's this extraordinary evolution as a person gets married and starts to have kids. And I notice that as they start to, you know, and, and I find that by the time a person realizes that their parents really didn't know what they were talking about, it's typically too late. That's a shame. Yeah, I do find that. It's not, it doesn't happen, in my opinion, as soon as you have kids. It happens later in life. You think so? Yeah. Well, you, know, well, you, you have more experience with these issues. But my point is, so why does the Torah, the Ten Commandments have to say, honor thy mother and father? So yesterday we read in the Torah, the second rendition of the Ten Commandments in Deuteronomy, in the second book of the, the second, uh, the repetition the of recap. Moses, the recap, Deuteronomy, which means second telling. We read about the Ten Commandments, and the number five of the Ten Commandments is honor thy father and the mother. Now, I agree with your question, Mitch, you know, because the concept of honoring your parents was in, in, was in place well before the Torah was given in the year 2448, since the creation of the world. The book of Genesis is full of stories that clearly show that society was well aware of honoring your parents. A quick example was uh, when Noah was emerging from the ark, he was violated by his son, by the son Ham. 
He had three sons. And Chaim saw his nakedness or something. He didn't. He did some stuff to his father that wasn't uh, respectful, and that was considered a disgrace. It was more than disrespectful, but we don't have to go into it. Right. There's various opinions on exactly what he did. Right. But uh, it wasn't very nice. Whatever it was it? At the very least, he certainly disgraced his father, who was lying naked uh, in a drunken uh, state. So that was considered unacceptable. And uh, Noah actually cursed his uh, his son's son, you know, his mm-hmm. whatever his grandson, as a result of the story. So we see clearly that there was there was considered socially unacceptable to disrespect your parents. You know who was a very another another example of honoring your parents was Joseph, your favorite biblical character, right? Yes. Your son is named for Joseph, right? That's right. Well, indirectly, yeah. His name is Yosef. What do you mean indirectly? It's actually named for my grandfather, but okay. But your grandfather's name for Joseph. Okay, all right, good enough. Good You've got enough. to visit Joseph's tomb, by the way, in, in, in Israel, in Shechem, one day. Wow. Not the that safest would place. That would be nice to go me. there. Yeah, that would be a nice, awesome. a nice meaningful yeah. visit. Maybe we'll next do, trip. With police escorts. In any event, <laughs> Joseph left his father for 22 years, and that was considered... Not exactly voluntary. Not Yeah, but he could have written... And uh, as a result, he was punished for that. All right? And Jacob did the same thing. Jacob left his father, Isaac, for... Well, it's really Jacob that left his father, and, and he was punished for that by having his son Joseph disappear for 22 years. So there was, there was clearly an underlying theme here of the importance of honoring your parents. So why do we need that to be introduced to us like a newsflash, Breaking news alert on Mount Sinai that God says, by the way, everybody, you should be honoring your parents. But not only that, you know, the Gentiles were very into honoring their parents. Esau, you know, he's like the paradigm. Mm Esau is the paradigm of honoring your parents. He would do nothing to violate the will of his father, Isaac, in in, in a big theme in in Genesis. And you know what else? There's another fellow in the Talmud. Here's another Gentile. His name was Dama ben Netina, who had a precious jewel that the sages wanted to acquire to use in the holy temple. But he refused to sell it to them at a very high price because the key to the chest with the jewel was under the pillow on which his father was sleeping. Right? Can you imagine? He didn't want to wake his father for, in, or, in order to make like a million dollars to sell a jewel. Right? That's how sensitive he was. So clearly the whole theme of honoring your parents is something that was well known to mankind and not only to the Jews. So what then is the novelty of the Ten Commandments teaching us the law of honoring your parents? You know, what's interesting, Mitch, is that when Moses repeats the Ten Commandments, he does so with a slight discrepancy to the way it was said the first time. In yesterday's Torah reading, he added a few words. In the first reading of the Ten Commandments, God says, honor your father and mother. Right? Here it says, honor your father and mother as I commanded you, as God commanded you, in, uh, in a place called Mara. Mara was a place where the Jewish people camped before they received the Torah. Right? So why is it necessary for Moses to tell us that we have to honor our parents in the same way, sorry, we have to honor, honor our parents as God commanded us to honor our parents before the Torah was given. So it turns out it wasn't even something that was, that was taught at Mount Sinai. It was something which God apparently told us before the Torah was given at, uh, at this place called, called Marah. 
Why, why would you think that would be? Like, why, do, why does Moses need to change the law here? Uh, not the law, but to, to add this piece of Well, I'm confused by the whole con- commandment. All right? Because... Uh, you're confused by the whole commandment. Well, commandment, because why is it that something instinctive, right? A child is born, it in- intuitively loves and honors its parents unconditionally. It goes through period, it fluctuates as they get old, and it usually comes back, or you say... It goes away again. But that's such an intuitive feeling. You you could tell somebody, don't kill. How do you tell somebody, honor your parents? That's either you feel it or you don't. Well, why would a person honor their parents? What is the logic? What is the reason? We understand the reason not to murder, so you don't have an anarchy, uh, chaos society, right? But why would you want to honor your parents? What's the rationale behind this? Well, I understand treating them respectfully. They give birth to you. Because they gave birth to you. So in other other words, than that, I mean, I mean, they sustained you as an infant. So it's basically hopefully. gratitude. Right. Payback. Payback. They change your diapers. Right. So you have to change their diapers. Exactly. Or pay somebody to do it. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what it is. This is South Florida. We pay somebody to do it. <laughs> but, 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 but in all, you know, you know to, to call a spade a spade, when they took care of you, just like they took care of you, you should also take care of your parents. This, the rationale, seemingly behind honoring your parents is because that's an act of gratitude, right? By the way, it's extremely difficult to honor parents. The Torah says that the reward for honoring your parents is long life. It's very unusual. Only in two or three places, the Torah says that there's a reward of long life. You know, when you chase away the mother bird before you take the eggs, Mm -hmm. there it says you'll live long. And when, and when it comes to the mitzvah of honoring your parents, it says you'll live long. Why are we given this extraordinary reward for honoring your parents? So I heard a beautiful explanation. The reason is because a person might shy away from the mitzvah because it takes so much time to honor your parents. It takes so much effort and so much years of your life that a person might just say, you know, forget about it. It's not worth it. So God promises you long life to make up for all that time that you spent honoring your parents, right? Just gives you a little perspective here, right? So besides for the fact, Mitch, that I do feel it's probably one of the hardest mitzvahs to fulfill. You know, it's easy to write a check to charity. It's easy to lay to fill in for five minutes a day or to affix a mezuzah to your door or to study Torah or to keep kosher. But to be able to honor your parents, which is people that you might not like, and people that might have been pretty nasty to you too, and to actually honor them, I think that is extremely difficult, right? Shouldn't be. But Shouldn't it, be. Why shouldn't it be? Oh, because uh, assuming your parents cared about you and loved you and nurtured you, you should want to. Yeah, but some, let me give you an example. So this, um, this mother moves down to Florida and she's describing to her son in New York, this is this a true story or uh, could be okay. based it, on based on truth? It, it could have been a true story. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> You'll tell me if it's a true story, okay? okay? So she moves down to Florida and she's talking to her son in New York, and she's explaining to him that when he comes in, how she's how, how when he flies to, to Palm Beach International, how he has to come visit, how he's going to make his way to her. So he, he lands in the airport, you know, take an Uber and come to this address. When you get to that address, with with your elbow, push the intercom, and I'll buzz you in. And then you go to apartment number nine, and with your elbow, you push the elevator, you go up to the third floor, and with your elbow, you push the doorbell, and I'll let you in. 
She says, mom, sounds great, but what's with the elbow? Why, do, why should I push the button with my elbow? So she says, you mean you're not going to bring anything? <laughs> I knew you were going. <laughs> so could this be a true story? I think that could be a true story, right? You know, the, the guilty conscience that sometimes we get from our parents is, uh, you know, it's congenital. It's a Jewish thing. It's a Jewish guilt. And I think it's in many cases we have parents that are not always easy that, to, to, to respect and honor. And what Moses does over here in the Ten Commandments, in, in yesterday's rendition of the Ten Commandments, the second reading, when he adds these extra few words and he says, honor your father and mother the way that, I, that God commanded you in the desert, herein lies the secret and the key to be able to effectively and successfully honor your parents. You see, most people think that the reason to honor your parents is because of gratitude, is because of what they did for me. Yes, that's what I've thought. But what happens when your parents didn't do anything for you? What about the guy whose parents, whose father disappeared at a young age? He left his mother, right? What about the father who left his mother, left the kids? Should that father still be honored? No. You know my feelings on that. No. Push the button. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> if you leave, it's all over. Okay. So there you go. So, so there should be a disclaimer here. Just say, honor your mother and father as long as they've been good to you. No. As long as they tried their best. Okay. On your father and mother, it should say, this is the Mitch right. addendum. This is the addendum to the that. The Mitch Zachary addendum right. to the Ten Commandments. Right. <laughs> the disclaimer. As long as they've tried their best. But if they didn't try their best, if they could have done better, then you don't need to honor them. Well, here's Moses' addendum. Moses says, honor your father and mother the way that, I, that God commanded you in the desert. You see, in the desert, the Jewish people were living about three million strong living in the desert for 40 years, their parents were doing absolutely nothing for them. Why? The parents were not paying for tuition. Tuition was free. The parents were not paying for air conditioning that was provided by the uh, clouds right. of glory. Food is provided laundry, by the miraculous manna. The laundry was provided by God. All the miracles, the survival of the Jewish nation in the desert for 40 years in the exodus from Egypt was all a miraculous existence. Parents were like buddies with their children. There wasn't anything that parents were actually doing for their children. It was kind of like fish. You know, you know what the relationship between fish and their children is? You know, the, 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 the father kind of, what does he do? He like, um, he fertilizes the eggs somewhere, right? And then the parents leave and the eggs are kind of born by themselves and the fish just wander off. I don't think they ever meet their parents, right? That's how fish operate, right? There's just no parental relationship. So in the desert, there was nothing that the parents were actually doing for the children. They didn't even need to change the diapers of their children because there wasn't any bathrooms in the desert. Remember, they were eating manna, which was God's food. There was no waste in God's food. There's no roughage. There's nothing to let out. Right? So there were no diapers to change in the desert. Yet, there in that setting is where God commands the Jewish people to honor their parents. And Moses makes sure to rub it in in yesterday's Torah reading. He says, honor your mother and father. But how should, your mother, your, how should you honor your mother and father? You should honor them in the way that God commanded you in the desert. It was before Sinai that God commanded this mitzvah. It was when parents were doing nothing for their children, when they were not providing for the needs of their children because everything was provided for on the house by God in this miraculous existence in the desert. There God says you should honor your parents. Why should you honor your parents? Just because they are my partners in creating you. Okay, but... I just want to add a couple of things to that, okay? And that, that's heavy. That's not okay. easy, right? So that's why I just want to add a couple of things to that, okay? Even though the parents 
were not providing any material comfort. They were still providing emotional support for the children. Okay? They were still... In, in the desert? Yes. Hmm. Right? They still were there. Can you prove it? With the children, it would have to be. What do you think it was a, a, a village that raised the children? I don't think so. No, it's an, an interesting point that you raise. I'm trying to, I'm, I'm just searching my mind for some sort of a reference or something that there was, emo- I mean, so clearly they lived in their own families. Right, as units. And there was a family lived, unit. You know what, they lived as units. So there certainly would have been some sort of an emotional. Okay, so my addendum, the Mitch Zachary addendum is, but if one of those parents said, you know what? Go raise yourself on your own. Go learn about life on your own. And takes off. Okay? Or if the parent is abusive to the child and really screws the kid up, you say that they still deserve to be honored. I know you do, right? Absolutely. And I disagree with that. Now, you, I know you've counseled many people and you've seen many situations where people do come from abusive relationships with their parents. Do you still counsel them to honor them after yeah. they've been had an abusive childhood? Absolutely. Now, remember, honoring your parents doesn't mean that you have to well, apologize to them. What do you mean by honor your parents? It doesn't mean that you have to apologize to them when they abuse you. It doesn't mean that you have to agree with their behavior or to condone their behavior. Okay? It just means that you have to treat them with respect. Treating them with respect means that you have to, you have to, you can't call them by their first name. They're not your buddies. You're not allowed to call your parents by their first name. Um, It means that you have to, you can't sit in their seat. Well, that I understand. That I get. Don't sit on my seat. My kids know that. Good. And you, you're not allowed to even contradict them. You're not allowed to embarrass them. Honoring your parents means that you have to, uh, you have to, you have to be good to them, right? It doesn't mean that you have to say, mom, you're a saint. Mom could be a sinner and she still deserves your, your honor. Do you see what I'm saying? It's not all or nothing. This is not black okay, or but white. How do you show that honor? For, Just by not sitting in this seat? I mean, how do you show that honor? Let's say your parents live in a different state than you. How are you supposed to honor them if they're not physically in your presence? Well, you could start with uh, calling them once in a while. That's a good place to start. You can write them letters, right? Well, in, emails. Emails is good, right? In, in the words of the, of the Torah, it says like this. To, pro- to, to honor your parents means to provide them with food and drink, clothing and garments, to conduct them, to, to conduct them home and take them out, and to stand before them, right? You're supposed to provide their needs cheerfully. Okay. Um, you're supposed to treat them nicely. That's basically what it means. Treat them nicely. Give them some special treatment. You can't. It's a person who says he's going to divorce his parents. Three hundred sixty-five days out of the year. Yeah. Well, it doesn't necessarily mean. Well, well, look. It would mean like this: if you're going to just delegate them to some old age home and visit them once a year or send them a birthday card, that's not really respecting your parents. I, I guess there's something to be said about paying for the old age home. That's a very nice thing to do. But to think that I, I have nothing to do with my parents anymore is is not acceptable. You have to honor your parents means you have to be there. You have to be present. Yeah. And by the way, it means even after they die, 
You have to honor them and by saying Kaddish. And even after they've been abusive. If, in a yes. case where they've been abusive. Yes. Yeah, so let's take an example. If someone has been abusive, a parent that, that was uh, physically or emotionally abusive to a child, you have to recognize them, that your parent was a human being and a flawed human being, but is still deserving of your honor. You don't have to condone. You can look at that, at that parent as, as having a mental illness. Think of that parent that walked out on his children as having a mental illness. Or just an act of selfishness. Well, that selfishness is a degree of, of mental illness. That he didn't have all of his, you know, all of his pencils yeah, sharpened. Yeah, yeah. yeah right? How know. do you walk out on your wife and children? How do you do that? It it's, happens all the time. I know, but maybe you can give them the benefit of the doubt and say, look, they, they were just not all, not entirely there. Maybe they had crazy stresses in their life. Maybe they were codependent. Right? Maybe they had some serious undiagnosed trauma, which even till today we don't know. How about this, Mitch? How about considering that maybe their father walked down on them? Right? Maybe their grand maybe there's some sort of an inherited trauma here from generation to generation that they can't break out of and, and that might be inherited through to you as well, and you've got to break that cycle. Point being, our job is to honor our parents not to judge them and not to accept and condone their behavior. You just got to treat them nicely. That's what it means to honor your parents. And this, by the way, uh, and, and why do we do this? Not because of gratitude. We don't, do, we don't honor our parents because they were good to us. Because sometimes they weren't good to us. We honor our parents because God said so, because they are God's partners in creating us. You know, any, any parent who's experienced infertility knows how brutally painful, how terrifying, how isolating, how much prayer is necessary to make sure that you can fall pregnant, right? Every, any person that experienced infertility, in my opinion, has got some degree of faith in them and understands that God is a partner in the creation of their child and their healthy child. You know, I, my wife always says, my mother-in-law always says that the... Uh, the miracle of a healthy child never gets old. The miracle of a healthy child never gets old. It takes not two to make a child. It takes three, a mother, a father, and God. And these three are partners in creating you. And just like you have to honor God, you also have to honor your parents. By the way, that's the reason that the honoring of your parents is on the first tablet, not the second tablet. There were two tablets, right? Explain that. The first tablet was religious commandments. Like, uh, don't, you know, believe in one God and, and don't blaspheme God. The second tablet was social commandments, like don't murder, don't steal, don't be jealous of your neighbor's wife. Why is the mitzvah to honor your parents on the first tablet, on the religious commandments, not on the second tablet, the social commandments? Because honoring your parents is not a social thing. It's not gratitude for what they did to you. It's a religious thing. It's because of what God told us to do. Quick story, Himich. You know, uh, a fellow once came to visit uh, the Rebbe's mother, a little boy. And when he came to the visit, visit the Rebbe's mother, he saw the Rebbe was talking to his mother. And as the Rebbe was leaving his mother, he noticed that the Rebbe was sort of walking in a funny way, like he was fixing all the pictures on the wall on the way out. So the kid was kind of puzzled. So the Rebbe's mother, after the Rebbe's left, after the Rebbe left, the Rebbe's mother turned to the boy and said, oh, you look a little confused. Are you confused as to why my son had to straighten out the pictures even though there's no kids living in this house and everything is perfect? He said, yes. So the Rebbe's mother said, you should know that since his bar mitzvah, my son has never turned his back to me. I've never seen my son's back since his bar mitzvah. 
because anytime he leaves my presence, he always finds some excuse not to turn his back to me. He's fixing this, he's fixing that, the carpet, the, you know, the, uh, the, the picture on the wall. Can you imagine such a degree of honoring your parents? That's, that's an amazing story. Wow, and that, that's a Rebbe's example of how to honor your parents. To be able to never turn your back to the parents is, is really something extraordinary. But Mitch, definitely a powerful lesson from the Torah portion just yesterday about how we're supposed to honor our parents, not because of what they did for you, but because God commanded it, because they are God's partners in creating you and me. And without that, we wouldn't be here. It is truly uh, an inspirational message to be able to uh, honor your parents on this degree, on this level. Thank you for joining us here this morning. Mitch, you're okay with that? You good? You, I, I get it. I don't always agree one. with it's everything. It's a tough to swallow, I, right? I get what you're saying. But at least something to think about in the week ahead, sure. right? Thank you for joining us here this morning. Shalom and have a great week. We'll see you next week.